Hello, I'm Dina Schattenkirk, and thank you very much for coming to Talk Popsy and wandering by our tent here. We're outside the Center for Fiction in downtown Brooklyn, and your name is? Estefania. Estefania? Estefania. Yes. And, and tell me your job. Well, I my job actually yeah. is I'm a Spanish interpreter. Ah. Yes, for a is remote is for a company named uh, Lionbridge. I see. I see. I think I've heard of that. I heard, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'll tell you a little bit about the project, and then you can sort of jump in here, right? So, the project is um, we sort of focus on conversation and the important role of conversation, right? And I'm both a philosopher, right, in the department at Brooklyn College, and also a practicing artist. And I kind of realized that both art and philosophy were really just conversation, right? Yeah. And that we sometimes we don't really think of them like that. You know, we think of them as these like you know sort of self-important soliloquies that people do, but really, you know, all of our thoughts are constituted by things other people have said to us, right? And so everything really is about us working out thoughts together. Yes. And so this is very a topic-driven project, and so it's whatever topic I'm working on at the time. So I'm kind of thinking about artist cognition and doing work about that. Yes. And so then we just sort of go around and ask other people, so what do you think, right? Yes. <laughs> so, so people talk about any kind of art they want to talk about. Some people talk about music, dance, poetry, whatever. Some people talk about just art in general, right, and what they think it does. So what do you think? Oh, well, I think uh, being from another uh, country. Um, and tell well, me which country. I mean, it's not, it's Puerto Rico. We're a colony of the United States. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's very different culturally. Yeah. So um, I came here in January. And for me, what I'm interesting is just, wow, the li different lens from uh, the Caribbean uh, uh, versus United States or maybe Europe. Um, because uh, uh, an author or uh, just uh, maybe a thinker that uh, comes to my mind is he's called um, Paulo, I forgot the name, it's Brazilian. Febres, uh, Pablo Freire, okay. him, um, where he did uh, something called the Theater of the Absurd. Oh, right. Not the absurd, no. no. Of the oppressed. Oh, the oppressed, sorry. Yes. That's, that's, that's gender. That's very odd that you're doing this. Let me tell you why. Because I just started teaching in the um, maximum security prison in, here in Brooklyn, and it's run out from a program at a Columbia University, and that's what they're doing is the Theater of the Oppressed. Yes. So... That's so weird that you come here to talk about that yes. because I'm just sort of immersed in that myself right now. So tell yeah. me what you think about this, all right? Yeah, and um, he studied in Colombia, I think. He studied before, he, he I think, yes. Yeah. Um, if I don't remember. Uh, but the thing is that he was telling that when he was like in Latin America, Latin America, he had to, he did the, he did the theater of the oppressed based on that. But then when he came to Europe to do, uh, to teach or to do the theater of the oppressed, the, it wasn't the same because they had a good or better quality of life. So the, he couldn't do the, uh, talk about the same topics. He yeah. would talk in, in, in South America, in Latin America. Right. So he would talk about more psychological things. And now it's like being here and it's like looking at what is considered deep be between or shallow maybe. 
it's like it's so different from what for me is deep or for me is um shallow or in my culture because of course i have to handle and deal with so many other things that if somebody asks a person of a colonized country or just recently to be deep this is good it's something that's gonna happen you know something that it politically is gonna happen so yeah. well that's something that just interesting me because of that uh, that difference yeah so let me let me jump off of that just a little bit um so i wish i knew I wish I knew more about this, right? Like yeah. I said, I'm just like recently kind of learning about it. So I wish I knew more, right? So what you were talking about seemed to be that there was this sort of um, inconsistency, right, between the context that he was used to dealing with, right, um, in South America, right, and the context that then he was able to deal with, right? And so what it means to be oppressed in both situations was different, right? Yes. And so would you just tell me, a, 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 like sort of historically, right? Because yeah. because I just don't know, right? Yeah. How did that work out? What did he end up doing, right? Yeah. And, and well, then and then I wanted to ask you some more sort of philosophical questions about the whole acting thing. Yes. Okay. And uh, because um, he, um, uh, what it was more it was more psychological for them, less political. It was more about their daily lives in Europe mm -hmm. and their relationship with their like interpersonal relationship where whereas in latin america it was more political and it was re their relationship between their uh community and the government, the government. that oppresses yeah. repressed them the government that was oppressive right so yeah. so in some ways right <clears throat> it, it, it here it, to my ears, right, it almost sounds like the concerns of the European community were almost trivial. I don't know if that's your take on it. Yes. Yeah. But it's <clears throat> right now, like me, like in, if you if conceptualizing it, it's like what's considered good art versus bad art, if that's something you can judge. And what maybe here, like in another country like United States or or, or Europe, what's maybe considered bad or good art, it's, it could be, um, my question is, is it valid or is it touched by a classism? Ah, all right, so let me give this back to you. Let yes. me give this back to you and tell me if I've got it right, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> what art does, right, is in your way of thinking also involved with whether or not it's accepted as good or bad art, right? So. So I think you've got like a couple steps here before okay. you figure, right, you figure what art does. You sort of go, all right, does the art count in the culture? Does it get accepted in the culture? And then we can talk about what it does, right? So we're only going to talk about that subset of art that gets made that is accepted into the culture, right? So yeah. that's what we have to sort of figure out first is how did that canon of art basically get accepted? And I think that you're saying that the standards for what gets included and what gets accepted vary a lot from country and country, right? And a lot of what makes it vary from country to country about what gets accepted is the same thing that he found, right? Which is that the, the, the context of people's lives, like what they think counts in their lives, what they're fighting varies a lot. So for the, for the Latin American communities, right, what they were fighting, you know, was 
very kind of life and death issues, right? Yeah. Of being oppressed in a kind of very serious, lethal way by their governments, right? Yeah. And so the art that's going to count there is going to address those kinds of issues, right? Whereas the art that's going to count in Europe and be accepted into the canon in Europe is going to be, I, I hate to put pejorative terms on it, but sort of more trivialized art that mm -hmm. might be more about personal relationships or some sort of other delicacies in life or something like that, right? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yes, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> but now with globalization yeah. and just imperialism, it's, it's, you know, it's, we see it every day because of, of we have, ac you know, it, it has access on everyone because yeah. of the technology. So now it's like, even in those countries, the culture that is validated or put as a standard is uh, North American or the European. So yes. it's like now Latin America who has those ideas. I know you suck. I published an article several years ago called Global Grammar, where I was trying to figure out exactly what you're talking about, yes. right? Like, I know exactly what you're talking about, right? So yes. let me kind of articulate it as, but, as best I can, right? Yes. yes, I think it used to be, right, that we as, as sort of regional communities, then produced art that was relevant to our regional communities, right? But now, right, because of globalization, but to be more precise, because of the movement of money, right? The mm -hmm. movement of money all over the world, right? So it's that globalization of money. So, so art as a global industry, mm -hmm. right, now sends images all over the world, right? And so we get to look at, right, and understand African visual art, right? Something that's made in Ghana or something that's made in Guyana, right? In Central America, right? Or or the Caribbean, right? And so we get to kind of be voyeurs is the world word that came, yeah. right? In some ways, right? We sort of get to be voyeurs mm -hmm. into those community concerns, right? And sort yes. of then pretend that we too have those concerns, yes. right? But there seems to be a... I was sort of, when I read that article, sort of trying to do a more positive spin like now we're kind of all talking the same language in a certain way mm -hmm. but you're right actually we're not talking the same language right mm -hmm. you know because of our issues right that it's still regionally based right we can't be talking the same language and we're just sort of i think you're saying pretending to talk the same language with the globalization or wanting to st or wanting to to put a standard of or, uh -huh. of which language should be speaking it's yeah. not like which, um, yeah. the standard doesn't speak the other people's language wants the other person to speak their language yeah it's this like, is what counts this is what's important yes this is what we're going to value this is about civil yes exactly yeah, no. exactly that's super interesting right okay that's super super interesting so it seems that you're saying that we're sort of caught in this moment of great deceit mm -hmm. right yeah Right? Mm -hmm. And that what art is doing is just sort of fooling us all into thinking that we're all in the same boat. Yes. But we're not in the we're same not. boat. We're is that not. right? Yeah. And it's like, Ooh, um, good point. and maybe that classism and xenophobia, it's, it's starting. I think it's, it's starting to wake up and it's so different from before. You know, it's starting to not wake up. I mean, the movement against it. It's starting uh, against to, globalization. Uh, against xenophobia or classism. Against. But it, it has so much, so much 
so much um to go so much way to go because it's like it's superficial it's like saying well not superficial but it's like they're trying but they we still don't see that it's also in the language i mean I, oh my god i no no I'm, i'm following yes because it's like i understand you you're different from me and you know your your image is different from mine and your and but your behavior I don't like your behavior. I don't like your language. I don't want the lens. I mean, the the readings. The, lens. the that, readings. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. like your readings. I don't know if that in English yeah. is a term, but yeah. your, I don't like your readings. Yeah. I want you to assimilate to my readings. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 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 So that's, this is a really profound point, right? This is a really profound point. So Can you, this is going to be a hard one. Yes. Can you spin me a story that would do it differently? Oh, wow. It's just, I don't think, I don't know. I maybe just. Because that's what the theater of the oppressed is all about. Yes. Right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to count your story as being legitimate. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, so how would we do the art story? And we've just really, I think we've just been talking about visual art. But how would we do the art story <clears throat> where we granted sort of legitimacy to the regional dialect if we're going to sort of talk right yeah is that the right word sort of, I, i don't know yeah yeah, yeah yeah i understand you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's just try to I, i don't know maybe my answer can change tomorrow but right now i think it could be just evaluate ourselves what and see whether our point of view is being just classist or not Is, I'm sorry? Classist. You know what? Is that in English a word? I'm classist? Not sure. like, classist. 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 Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Class identities are, I, I agree with you, the most profoundly mm -hmm. divisive and important things in the world. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. agree completely. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of like part of this project is that issue, right? Because philosophy is always thought of as like this high class thing that only elites do, right? But actually the truth of the matter is that everybody given the opportunity can do it. Just like everybody could do art sort of given the opportunity yes. in some way or other, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so the fact that it's, you know, owned by only a certain class of people seemed to me wrong. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so I, I get where you're coming from, right? I'm completely sympathetic. Um, But art's interesting, again, we're just sort of doing visual art, right? Because, look, there's a necessary component of money in art, yeah. right? You know, it, it's very difficult to make, right? Mm -hmm. It takes a long time to make it, right? You've got to be able to sell the stuff. You've got to be able to move forward in that way, right? Yeah. The only people that can afford to buy stuff like that, right, are going to be rich people, yeah. right? So, you know, because you can't afford to work five months on something and sell it for $10, no. right? You know, like no. it's going to be, so there's this, there's this moneyed layer that's kind of built into the whole process, right? Yeah. Now those consumers, right? So think of them as consumers, not collectors, right? Those mm -hmm. collectors are going to, because they're of a certain class are going to share certain points of view. Yeah. Right. So they're going to be sort of trumpeting what you, you called it, not perspective. What did you call it? What a point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, So 
that kind of monolithic or readings yeah readings that was readings. the word i like that yes. right readings right <laughs> so they're going to have like the readings on reality so that point of view then is mm -hmm. going to get sort of inculcated in the whole globalized yeah. system mm -hmm. right so now you've got your standard yeah right this is the standard by which the canon is being enforced yes right mm -hmm. it's the readings of that class of people yes right yeah now how do you get around that well and especially like in uh visual and film like how do yeah. you get around that how do you make your own story and wow as a woman yeah from not uh maybe a a, a harmonic yeah political place be truth to that truthful to that and pay your pay your bills yeah and still pay your bills yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's and and now we're kind of back at that moment of sort of this global deceit yeah right like oh yeah this is what everybody's making but is it really what yeah everybody's making it's true you know yeah and it's like it, here i just bought this book it's i know it's i i realized i just saw it and i bought it i i've never gotten into like this is my first time oh, diving virginia into wolf. virginia wolf yeah like, wonderful I'm, I'm usually more in like hispanic literature but yeah and it's a, this is just you know a, a comp uh it's a so kind of like a not summary but it's just learner wolf's choosings you know it's not even the diaries of her but it was like there's something about her of what I've read yeah. only of like the masculine view of a writer or of a thinker versus a, a feminine view of a thinker. And it's like, yeah, you're a woman, but you're embodying the masculine view. And of course you're great because I mean, she's great. I, I think it's just great. She's but great. also she's been recognized by this male power. So it's like, how would she be if she broke everything she broke, but having the language of more, more feminine, not, I don't know if I am saying it right, but just, yeah, let's assimilate it into the masculine yeah. world. Yeah, assimilation is a really interesting topic now, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's been a really interesting topic for me since the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement really kicked off, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think in many ways that's an anti-assimilation yes. move, which I think is a right move to make, right? Yeah. Um, um, and it's so criticized. Why? What do you mean? Because it's like, yeah, your your rights matter. It's the same as I was saying, your rights matter, but I don't like your display of behavior right now. I don't like... Uh, okay, yeah, uh, 2020 passed, we're in 2022. I don't like how angry you are in the day-by-day -day living. Mm. As it's like, yeah, but that person is not being wanting to be assimilated and is, is still angry, so yeah. it's, yeah, that's why. Yeah, you know, at it's, Brooklyn College, we have a, yeah. a large constituent of, of um, Orthodox Jews, right? And some ultra-Orthodox, right? So the, the topic of assimilation, you know, I've, I've had this conversation many times, right? And in order for a culture to continue, it cannot assimilate. I mean, it's kind of like one of those, like, duh, of course, right? But, but the, the 
urge to assimilate. I mean, like, I don't know, just look at architecture, right? And it's mm -hmm. a bit dumb yeah. segue, right? But all over the world, we're getting like the exact same buildings built. They mm -hmm. all look the same. There's a sort of mm -hmm. international style, yes. right? That every, and so it, it is the standard, yes, but it's also massive assimilation, yes. right? So now sort of regional differences in architecture have just disappeared. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And and I think the same thing, and that's just one art form, right? But you, it's the same point that you're making with it's everything the same. else. Yeah. And yeah, it's true, it's the same. And it's a it's a it's a it's a diminution of of quality in many ways too, right? Because you've kind of got the thing that everybody's gonna buy into, right? It's like if you were going to Yeah, that's know, it. You Rite Aid or something like that, right? And it has this music. It was just like the worst music in all those places, right? But it's not music that anybody wants. It's just music that people aren't going to object to. Yes. Right? And so a lot of the things that we now are, the standard by which we all operate is, all right, well, no one will object to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So what you're talking yes. about with, you know, I, I don't know in the example of Virginia Woolf, but if she had not followed any rules of the dominant male writing world, would she still have been successful was your question, right? Yeah. I, I don't know the answer to that, Meaning right? Exactly. I don't know answer, but, but it's a well put question, you know, mm -hmm. like how much are we able to accept the presentation of another group that refuses to assimilate into the main dominant structure, Yeah. right? How much are we gonna, and that's the, the theater of the oppressed, how much will we look at your story and value your story independently of whether or not it validates my position. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tremendously depressing. Yeah. <laughs> really Frustrating. Yeah. Really interesting <laughs> conversation. Yes. I want to... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. It much. was really great. Thank you. Yes, I loved it. Thank you. It was like, wow, now I feel lighter. Do you? I feel yes. heavier, right? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs>